Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple Show. This is episode number 252-252, numero 252. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. Hope everybody's uh, doing well. Hope everyone has adjusted well to their new lifestyle. Uh, talking about this uh, lockdown. Hope you guys are adjusted to uh, your new lifestyle with the lockdown and everything that comes with uh, this coronavirus thing. Things are slowly coming back to normal here in Australia. I know it won't be the same as before. It's not going to be really normal uh, when things really go back to normal. I don't know what I've just said, but I have a feeling things will not go back to normal uh, to the life we had before coronavirus. BC. Before the C word. <laughs> coronavirus or COVID-19. Now, if you're like me, you're probably reading the news a lot. You're watching the news on TV. You want to keep up to date with what's happening with COVID-19. Are there vaccines for this sort of thing? What is the treatment? How is this thing treated? You just want to find out as much information as you can. So, you know, you turn to news. Now, before coronavirus, I haven't really been watching news that much. I really don't like to watch the news, but... Ever since uh, this pandemic, I have to watch the news. I want to know what's going on. Now, as promised in the last episode, uh, today's episode uh, is going to be about the phrases and vocabulary that we hear on TV here in, um, in Australia. So I'd like to share several phrases I hear in the news whenever they mention this coronavirus or COVID-19. They seem to be the same phrases. Every time you turn the TV on, you you see the news and it's always the same phrases you hear. It's like they're turning the same spiel, I guess. <laughs> the same uh, news. It, it, it's kind of on repeat, recycled <laughs> almost. Uh, so you hear the same phrases and I bet you hear these phrases in New Zealand, Australia, Canada and the US. So I read news from New Zealand and Australia, so I know that they use the same phrases. I'm pretty sure they, in, the, in Canada and the rest of the world as well, they'll use the same phrases. It's like every nation in the world has been advised by someone to follow the same advice uh, on how to contain the virus. My assumption is that everybody follows advice from the WHO. I'm not talking about the band from the 80s, the WHO, okay? <laughs> I'm talking about the World Health Organization. Anyway, without going into politics uh, too much, I don't want to talk about politics, let's look at the phrases that seem to be prevalent in the media nowadays. One of the phrases I hear as of recently is the um, talk about uh, vaccines, talk about the vaccine for coronavirus. I guess people want to know, you know, when the vaccine is coming, you know, when is this thing coming? I know it takes um, a long time to develop a vaccine because of the testing. I guess people want to know when this is coming. <laughs> the word vaccine is spelled as um, it's spelled with two C's. Okay, so it's spelled as V A double C, so C C I N E. Okay, vaccine. Here are a few more words that you should know. 
one of the phrases we hear every person on TV use is this particular phrase. I am so bored when I hear this phrase on TV. My eyes just roll. Okay. When they say, this is an unprecedented event, what does that mean? So this is some um, news uh, uh, presenters or maybe some spokesperson uh, who's talking on behalf of government or healthcare professionals. They will use words like, this is an unprecedented event. Well, according to Well Intelligente or the online dictionary, an unprecedented event is an event that has never occurred before. It's extremely rare or has never happened before in the history or in society as we know it, okay? So I hear this phrase so often that it has come to the point when I turn the TV on, I hear this phrase on TV and I just change the channel. I need to change the channel. This phrase has become a real cliché. Cliché is a uh, French word, actually, but we use it here. In, uh, I mean, we use it in, in, um, in the English language as well. Cliché. It just means this word has uh, been used or phrase has been overly used too much. So it almost becomes like unnoticeable. You know, I just do not pay attention to this anymore. <laughs> okay, so that was unprecedented event. Now, talking about symptoms of coronavirus. So you'll hear these things on TV as well. Talking about symptoms uh, of coronavirus or the COVID-19. Now, COVID-19 is, um, I recently found out what COVID-19 is. It's basically, it just says coronavirus. Um, no, it's an um, acronym for coronavirus disease 2019. That's what it stands for, COVID-19. Because I think from memory, what I've read is that coronavirus has different, it, it has different viruses? I don't know. Anyway, let me not get into that because I know I'm going to stuff this up. I don't want to edit this episode. So COVID-19 just stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019 because it started last year in 2019. Now, people who've been infected show different symptoms, but the main symptom of this virus um, that's always been mentioned by the media is something uh, called a uh, flu-like symptom. So if you have a flu-like symptom, uh, such as runny nose, headaches, uh, fever, or a cough, or you're sneezing, uh, then you, they ask you to go and get yourself tested for coronavirus because the symptoms could be mild and you might not have the flu, you might have this, obviously. Um, so that's something else that we hear on TV is flu-like symptoms. Now, flu-like is spelled as FLU, everyone knows what a flu is. It's every winter we we get infected with flu. Um, you know, you cough like, <laughs> or you sneeze like, oh, you know. Uh, this is usually what the symptoms are when you have a flu. So flu-like symptom, flu is spelled, uh, it's three letters, F-L-U, and then you have a dash and like, L-I-K-E, flu-like, flu-like symptoms. So flu-like is kind of, it's a, it's a phrase that you can use to um, describe the symptoms of a flu. Okay, flu-like symptom. Now, 
these symptoms, uh, they sound really mild because most of us have experienced them. We have had runny noses and we have had headaches and fevers and we, we've had this before. It's not, it's nothing new. However, once the virus reaches your lungs, I believe, lungs, uh, lungs are uh, what you use to breathe, like, right? These are lungs. This is when uh, more problems can occur when you have when you catch this virus. Okay, so when it reaches your lungs, you might actually have more serious symptoms than the flu-like symptoms. I spoke to my friend in New York. I have a friend in New York who, luckily, she's safe there, but she's been telling me that it's almost like an apocalypse in New York. Um, it looks really scary. The streets are empty. Uh, people are wearing masks um, and, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in the air. But it seems that the majority of people that my friend knew, either friends or acquaintances, um, it turns out that they ha have somehow contracted the virus, the, the disease. So it seems very prevalent in New York. Now, I the reason I say this is because I'm here in Australia, but I haven't met anyone who has had the virus, so I don't know what they might be experiencing. So I just wanted to have a chat with her. She said that um, most of the, the the people that she spoke to had flu-like symptoms, and one of them had more serious symptoms. So this one person had the serious symptoms, but all the work, uh, all the colleagues at work had really mild symptoms. So it's very unusual how this virus behaves differently with um, different people. So when she told me about this one person with serious symptoms and how they recovered from the virus, well, I realized how serious this situation with the virus really is. Apparently, this uh, one person had to go to the emergency department at the hospital maybe twice in 15 days. So that's, you know, that's quite serious to be taken to the emergency department. It's not pretty. It's probably not a pretty sight. So please, everyone, take care of yourself, okay? The next phrase I hear on TV is to flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. I had never before in my life heard this phrase until coronavirus emerged, okay? Apparently, during these uh, types of pandemics, it's common to use flatten the curve approach to stop the spread of the virus within community. So in simple terms, flattening of the curve is used to refer to community isolation in order to keep the daily cases of the disease more manageable so the health system is not overwhelmed. What it means to be overwhelmed? Well, uh, a lot of resources could be used up if everybody got sick at once, okay? Imagine if a million people got sick at once in a city like Adelaide. We don't have many hospitals here. So resources could be um, used up and the resor example of some resources could be like um, equipment that's used in, um, you know, to treat the patients, uh, the the ventilators, and so on, that's limited. But also people are limited as well. I mean, there's not enough doctors or nurses to look after the patients. So imagine if a million people got sick, you know, where are we going to put them? So to flatten the curve is used for um, referring to 
isolation in the community to slow the spread of the virus. That is, that is the idea. Now, please, everyone, I know I said this before, but take good care of yourself. Uh, it looks like this disease is not going anywhere anytime soon. Drink lots of lemonade, eat garlic, exercise, get fresh air, and strengthen your immune system. That is the only thing you can do right now to protect yourself from catching this virus, okay? Thank you for joining me in today's episode, amigos y amigas. Thank you for listening to this episode. Don't miss out on the next episode, amigos y amigas. If you'd like to know when the next episode of the EMS show is coming out, visit EnglishMadeSimple.net. Now, when you go on the website, you will see my smiley face pop up from the side. And then you can enter your details to keep notified of future episodes. Thanks again for listening. You've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima.